Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of tram sitting down by the street The leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the rising wind. Good morning. Hola. It is 7 a.m. and this is the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on the Outdoor Zone radio network. My name is TJ Graney. Cody Ryan is out uh, on his way to the next BASS Tour Tournament. But Beefsteak oh, yeah. is in the house, and Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the uh, gate gets open and the old potbelly stove gets fired up. This morning, we needed it. Thank you, I, Road I Rash. Like the, you know, the it, it's getting a little cooler. Just it a is. little bit, man. It is. It's but a, it's too hot. Yesterday was too hot for deer hunting, man. It was only 80. It was 85. 85 only. Some people would, well, I uh, guess for deer hunting, that is warm, but you'll appreciate the 85 days in the cold, windy, blustery days ahead. Yeah, well, you know that old El Nino and Nina thing, I think it's kicking in, you know. So we, uh, you can find us. This is the number one outdoor show on radio. You can find us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com and all your favorite podcast platforms you can find us there thanks to beefsteak and his endeavors to make sure your pod our podcast our show is podcast to you every week so you can listen you can listen you want just just stack them up get through your day having share a bad them with day. your friends oh man you go to past ones it's great so we had uh man i bet those boys we had some koz boys we did our roundup Deer hunting and uh, and an overnight, we we like to call them roundups. They're really campouts, but we call them roundups. Round up the boys, get them together, and do all kinds of cool stuff. So we uh, last night, um, all the tents popped up, all the tidy whities out there, you know, running around being crazy. You know how it is when you uh, have a campground full of young young boys they're just having a great time man they are in their element well we're going to talk about how important it is for kids to get outside uh 
at some point during the show today, dirt under the fingernails is a healthy thing. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I I wanted to mention I went through and uh, Cody Ryan talked about this a couple of weeks ago when he came back from his tournament in uh, Alabama. So I was in Georgia, Louisiana, Alabama last week, and I drove through the Louisiana area along the coast where um, where the hurricanes had gone through in the last month. Yeah, and it was. It was a lot of a lot of devastation still there. Luckily, the interstate, the roads were all clear. Got to keep uh, commerce going. Yeah. But it was amazing to me how many uh, first how many roofs were tore off houses in certain areas. A lot of blue tarps. Blue tarps everywhere. Yeah. And then, but the uh, the really crazy thing was the uh, big billboards. All down the interstate, they were just ripped off, folded pieces over, of huh? them laying all over. I mean, in between the interstate and yeah. the median between the interstate on both sides, just trash, metal, everywhere, and huh? yeah, just crazy. And it's all crumpled, right? I mean, just ripped up. Uh, like, yeah, and I and I, you know, and some of the people. It was funny because like uh, you could see that Cracker Barrel. They got a, a one of those tarp signs and wrapped it around some old. You know, twisted up one as We're quick as they open. could. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It was true, and uh, and and they were. You know, it, it it is a beacon in the darkness when you're driving through those places, and you and you know, where do I go? What do I do? What's open? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, some some places they've completely shut down roadside uh, rest areas. And some states just shut them down. They just figure, well. They can just go to Cracker Barrel or to the gas station or Walmart or, you need or whatever. To text Cody and he'll tell you the Google reviews on the best stops along, you know, ten. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Well it was it was Or where not to stop, I should say. It was interesting. So I drove from here to um almost to Atlanta and then uh it dropped my mom off and, you know, did that whole thing and then I drove from her house at 65 miles from there to the airport and i had a meeting that night so i wasn't going to jump on my plane on on uh thursday night i was going to stay there and do my meeting at the hotel i drove from her house to the hotel 65 miles got there a little bit early room wasn't ready yet so i just sat down in the lobby thought i'd just you know drink a cup of coffee and, and probably talk to somebody right well no there wasn't anybody in the what? lobby but i started oh. uh, but i started working or i was going to start working i realized i'd left my laptop at her house so i had to turn around drive all the way back down there all the way back up but the uh interstate travel right now was really good it's not bad is it It was really clean uh I and i'll tell yeah. you interstate 20 the the state of Alabama, the state of Alabama. I don't know if it's just Alabama, but they man, they have great roads. I don't. They, they have want taken people care to, of their interstate. They want people driving through from Georgia and the other side. That's what they want. You know, man. You that, I mean, money. they had pretty roads, but uh, like you said, commerce. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, semi trucks. Mm-hmm. everywhere oh yeah this country is moving material they are stuff it's, uh, 
is happening. Like we always say, you know, you put one, you you plug up one hole, like the toothpaste. You know, you plug one hole and step on it, and it's going to come out somewhere else. Well, it was. And uh, there's a lot of deck building. There's a lot of re. Uh, I mean, people are just remodeling. I mean, there's a whole. Are they building on your deck? Uh, not yet. It's after Thanksgiving. Okay. I can't wait, man. Going to have the hot tub. <laughs> Beefsteak is going to have his his resting place in a ginormous hot tub. Dreamscape. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be the cozy cabin all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, but it, does your wife know that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh my gosh! Well, you know, uh, deer season. Tub, you know. Deer season is in its second week. Uh, have man, you killed any deer yet? Yes, I have. Doe. Yeah. The other guys out at the deer lease, you know, they were kicking those twenty-inch ten point. I mean, that's the first one, Rick. Yeah, Billy Burr nice has big gotten, deers. It was beautiful, man. Nice big deers. Yeah, and it was. Uh, I was really uh, happy for him. Well, I, uh, because they, and, but we're, we're, you know, the biologist did the whole test again. Uh, I went through, uh, that whole area that we hunt and said, your, uh, your ratio is off. You got to get, you got to get some does out of here. They recommended four to five does per person. So I really want to cut that down. Well, how, how do you do that when you only have three tags? Well, you have everybody will agree that we're just going to do one buck, or maybe if you don't see that buck that you want, then you just do five dough and you mm. put all the meat in the freezer. Nice. And so, if other people are doing that, you know, that's great. Or if kids, you know, we have uh, once a year we have the kid hunt, you know, where we bring them out there, right, and uh, shoot a couple does. Well, we got uh, I know on the place where I've been hunt <laughs> the few times I've been out. I haven't killed anything yet, seen plenty, um, but we got 30 or 40 tags from the parks and wildlife. Man. That, you know, they just like, just you have got drool. to kill a little piece of drool right You've there. You've got you know? to kill deer. Yeah, and they're, and it was very prosperous. They're all dropping, you know, twins. I mean, you see them running around. Yeah, it was a good year. Two. It yeah, was really good. Yeah, there's a bunch of deer. And that's good for us because it gives us more opportunity. We put meat in the freezer. Uh, I got, I know guys, I think Rick is this way and, a, and a, one of the other guys at the, at the lease first year goes to either hunters for humanity or not humanity <laughs> hunters for the hungry. Sorry. We're not building houses for the deer <laughs> and, uh, or, or someone that they know is in need and they call them and say, Hey, I'm donating this first, you know, deer to you. I'll yeah. bring the meat over. Yeah. Isn't that great? Well, I'm, I'm a big fan of, um, having it processed yeah, properly first, yep and then sharing it and a lot of people uh make fun of that you know deer hunters always giving away their deer meat but the oh yeah what? Well, i'm well, looking at you funny think, man what do you mean oh i've heard it a, a hundred times just people like well, oh yeah because you don't you know but for me there are people that are so people, stingy with it people now are starting to realize how healthy it is and that it's yep. better than the the trick is if you've ever had it where it wasn't taken care of properly or cooked properly and you have mm -hmm. this mindset like oh deer meat smells weird or deer meat tastes weird um then You're doing it wrong man well you know sometimes it keeps people from wanting it or eating it or thinking about it and uh 
And so, and I know you are, but I'm just super careful with how I process mine. And I think it's a mindset. I think you have to be careful. You have to teach boys, you know, when we're out doing that deer hunting 101, we went through keeping everything uh, as clean as possible. You don't get off the hook. I mean, that's part of it. And sharing that with other people is also um, a big, important part of deer hunting, I think. I know we had a, we, you, you tell them no hormones, no MSG, you know, all those, uh, grass fed, all those things that cost twice as much in the organic aisle is right there in mother nature's grocery stores. You always say McBride's guns, the way society is pounding on our rights. And you're going to hear about that during the show today. It's imperative. We support our local gun shops. The one we trust with our con- constitutional rights is McBride's Guns. They're Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealership. Looking for that personal carry or referral class? One place, McBride's Guns. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them at 472-3532 or online, McBride'sGuns.com, because McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. All right, we're going to take a break. On the flip side, we'll come back with some fishing information. Interesting fishing information. We'll, we'll be a little bit off of Cody's regular conversations. Um, Nobody but, can do it like Cody. Come on, man. But we'll talk you know. some about this um, fishing information coming up next. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show on radio. Now, Maxwell Supercenter. Don't wait. Happening right now. We have huge Black Friday savings at the Now Maxwell Supercenter. With the deals of a lifetime and our best pricing on hundreds of new Rams, we're taking thousands off MSRP on our entire inventory. It starts with employee pricing for all. You pay what we pay, not $1 more with our promise to beat anybody's price in Central Texas to back that up. With 0% for 84 months on new Ram 1500 Lone Stars. That is a fine truck. Make no payments till 2021. It's now Maxwell's Black Friday sales event, and it's already started. Come in today for more details and save thousands in exclusive Maxwell Black Friday rebates and Nile Maxwell Supercenter 620 and 183 in Austin or online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. Okay, uh, so we want to do, do some uh, fishing information, and uh, I wanted to talk about uh, Italy and some fishing going on in Italy. Uh and how they are, how they've convinced the Italian government to take high school kids and train them in uh, commercial oh, fishing. Commercial fishing. And with those high white, it's big a, white shrimper boots. It's a, it's a topic that I think 
fits what uh, kind of a narrative that we have that we've seen in our lives and really right now in this whole COVID thing. Um, but before we do that, we have the world champion dun, 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 bass dun, dun, dun. angler of the year. Uh, I don't know how, I forget exactly the championship he won yesterday, but it's Cody Ryan on the line with us. Hey, fellas, good morning. Are you on the road already? Yeah, I'm on the road. I got on the road a couple hours ago heading to Lake Louisville for the last Bassmaster Open. Yeah, so a group of buddies and I get together every year. A buddy a buddy uh, bought a, a, a property with a private lake on it uh, a couple of years ago. And uh, a couple of us close friends get together once a year for the... Uh, Bass Cup of the World, the Lake Lakota Bass Cup of the World, and uh, it's some random name we came up with, but it, this was the second year that we got together, and there's only four of us, but we bring two bass boats, and we have this big tournament, and uh, yeah, it's been years in the making. I, I look forward to winning this tournament, I'm competing in this tournament year finishing a disappointing third place after uh, leading a portion of the tournament and uh, third out of four, but I still got a top three. And uh, <laughs> Wow, out of four? That's good, that's good, <laughs> that's good. But this year won it and uh, get to bring home the hardware. My, my job for the tournament is I build the trophy each year. And as you know, I've been building my uh, building a new house, a barn dominium, and and uh, so I had a bunch of wood and stuff. And I thought, I told the guys, I said, this is the one year where I wouldn't mind not winning the trophy because it'll match all the trim boards in my house, and all the same <laughs> colors. And wow. So now it won't look, you know, as authentic. But of course, I uh, that's the one I win. So it'll look like all the trim in my house it won't even stand out but that's all right that's coming well you can you can like nail it over uh you can nail it over a fuse box or uh (laughs) some some imperfection (laughs) in a sheetrock somewhere i don't know that that's nailing into a fuse box it's not recommended by the outdoor zone but oh that's funny i uh I'm going to the Bassmaster Open at Lake Louisville. The last opportunity I have to qualify for the Bassmaster Classic, the World Series, the, the Super Bowl of bass fishing. By uh, winning is my only way in at this point uh, to the Bassmaster Classic. So, I pretty oh much man, in back-to-back here. wins. I'm coming off a win. I got momentum. I've only got to beat like, you know, I beat three other guys this weekend i've only got to beat like uh 170 more guys 190 <laughs> more guys than i did this weekend but uh looking forward to a tough event actually you know i like i always say i like tough events because i think they're easier to win if you figure something out i don't like tough events because man, it's a grind to try and figure something out and keep your head in the game to try and figure it out. But we'll see how it goes. It's been, a, you know, obviously for everybody a weird year, but they got them all in, got all our tournaments in, and 
we'll wrap it up this weekend and then, or next week, next weekend. Actually, the tournament starts Thursday and goes through Saturday. So uh, we'll wrap it up next weekend. And then, uh, yeah, then we'll start looking forward to the next year. A little cold front supposed to come in this weekend and or this week and cool things off. But then we have a warming trend for the tournament. So fall fishing you typically in the spring when most people think about fishing the hunting season's over and all that stuff is kind of coming to a wrap you start thinking about fishing a little bit and cold fronts will typically hurt you but in the fall you know i look for cold fronts and so maybe it'll spark the, the fish to turn on the water starts cooling off the fish get a little more active beat up before winter time before they kind of get a little more lethargic and don't eat as good so we'll uh we'll see how it goes it may turn on with a little bit of cold weather and uh we may catch a few bass but uh i can tell you that i uh i'm gonna be casting at them and i'm gonna try and cast make more casts than anybody else and uh put, put the odds in my favor that way so anyway that's where i'm at and what i'm doing well, Cody Ryan, uh, we are your two biggest, three biggest fans in here, uh, next to your wife and daughter, and uh, just want to let you know we're rooting for you, and we believe in you, and uh, we can't wait to watch this live, roll out live, uh, starting Thursday on uh, the Bass website. You can follow this tournament and all the statistics and the leaderboard and everything there. We can chase you there, and uh, we'll be rooting for you. All right, guys. Well, keep it. Uh, keep the don't don't make a mess in the bunkhouse. I'll be back next week. Clean yeah. up after yourself, beefsteak. Too late. Too late already. <laughs> hey. All right. Well, we love you, Cody. Right. Love Cody. See ya. Cody. See ya. Cody, so Cody, go. Okay. He, uh, yeah, he's the be. last tournament, fall tournament. He does good in the fall. I think, I think this is going to be a good tournament for I him. Think he, I think he said it perfectly. When it's a tough tournament, he loves it because it, you know, you figure out that one thing, and then you go do it. In Italy, the Chioga Po Delta Fisheries Local Action Group flag has successfully convinced a high school to launch an official training program in commercial fishing and fish production. The flag was instrumental together with fisheries stakeholders and the wider local community in attracting the first groups of students who will become the entrepreneurs of the future. Hmm. And so what they are doing is it's um, it's a group of fishermen, commercial fishermen, who have taken these kids in voluntarily. They've uh, want to learn how to like fish an commercially, like an internship, right? And uh, they see that the younger crowd is not coming in to. Uh, to the industry, and they know there's a problem there. And so they've got stu- 30 students who have um, volunteered to participate. And if they go all the way through, they'll get these qualified qualifications and they'll be recognized by the Ministry of Education. And it'll be, it's just like taking a, uh, like right now in a lot of the high schools around Central Texas, they have 
you can be an, you can do animal science and you come out as a vet tech mm-hmm. for a you know and so you're certified to do something and so these kids will come out these young people will come out and they'll have these certifications in commercial fishing and fishing industry and uh, and what they're hoping for is they'll get some of them will have an entrepreneurial twist or yeah. you know how young people are and they'll start I think coming a lot up of those innovative yeah. ways to to fish you know do this better faster quicker uh sustainably and uh i just thought it was in so it got me thinking about just how how important that is but how important it is to teach these skills and i started thinking about when uh when cody was young and he was going to junior high in Westlake, and uh, they announced they were taking out the wood shop, pulled the wood shop completely out, mm. and and you know, and I'd been a huge supporter of the wood shop, getting woods and you know helping them raise money and whatever they needed. They pulled it all out and put in computers. They said it was too dangerous. No, they just said computers. They need computers, and I and I went to the school board meeting and I asked them. I said. <laughs> All y'all live out there in those nice houses, getting those houses built. Who do you think is going to build those? Who is going to run the crews that are going to? I bet you said it exactly that way too, didn't you? Mm, yeah, well, in uh, <laughs> in in and it goes for uh, farming and sure. you know farming, ranching, plumbing, electrical, yeah, car maintenance. I mean, there's so many of those jobs out there that are good paying jobs. Mike Rowe is on a mission. Dirty Jobs Mike mm-hmm. Rowe is on yeah. a mission to uh, to get this message out that do not waste four years in college and all that money. Make trade school great again. Yeah, when you, <laughs> when you can train up and do so many other things, make just as much money or more and live a wonderful, happy life. Um, And I'll tell you, you can make uh, one of the things I tell younger guys that, um, you know, sharp sharp kids that like to work with their hands a little bit, man, a machinist, machine shop stuff. You can go to any city and get a job, and it's $25, $30, $40 an hour. Yeah, you. They've got young people right. They've got guys, young guys right now, driving, delivering Coca Cola, and beer, and driving those trucks, making twenty five, thirty dollars an hour. If you're not afraid to get up and get after it, you can make a good living. But if you just want to sit and, you know, ride a skateboard from cubicle to cubicle, and you know, eat skittles. But we're not saying that you should skip your degree. I mean, a four-year degree, if you have the inclination or the money or the, you know, or the uh, opportunity, right? I but don't if know. You're if you're, do if that, you're inclined to that, but if you're not inclined to it, why would you do that? You know, my youngest told me he wanted the college experience. I said, I will not pay for an experience. For <laughs> I will pay for an education. You give me a, a reason why you want to go. And I'll be happy to pay for it. And he and he got real with himself, and he said, "That's not the career path I'm going to take." And so he didn't spend. We didn't spend crazy money. He's not covered up in debt. Mm -hmm. And so you got to really think about that. But I love that. I love that schools, especially high schools, 
high school level are doing hands-on with kids. And right now, the way uh, the way schools are, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, any any outside education, any anything outside of this sitting at your house or sitting at school in front of a screen that you can get a kid involved in, FFA, That's a good 4-H, thing. Yes. Uh, shop classes, after school, uh, you know, carpentry class or any of that stuff man now's the time anybody who builds that kind of stuff and offers it uh home run in my opinion dirt under the fingernails is a big deal here you want to try why don't you try your hand at telling everybody about archery country yesterday we put in uh archery uh 201 we put kids up in the stand and so where else better to go than archery country whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail, or big game around the world, archery country is the place to get all your gear. If you are a recreational archery shooter and interested in archery, there is only one bow shop in Central Texas that has all the gear and knows the bows. That's archery country. If you are looking for something for your kids, the folks at archery country know about all the tournaments and the school programs they coach kids and hold classes regularly how about the crossbow archery country is the best has the best brands and all the gear to get you up and hunting in the crossbow you can go to 8121 research boulevard austin texas or visit them online at austinarcherycountry.com all right hey coming up next is our news of the weird you don't want to miss it the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse 24 7 365 at the outdoorzone.com I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in the I could use a honey bun <laughs> right now. Sun Automotive, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, and transmission transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. They have locations all around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road 620. com for all the details. You can follow them on Facebook Facebook and Instagram as well for lots of maintenance tips. And uh, com. Now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. We posted this on our Facebook page so you could see the actual YouTube video the from out, it. The Outdoor Zone. What did I say? No, that's right. No, the I'm outdoor just saying zone. you said our 
Facebook. I just wanted to know. The Outdoor Zone Facebook page. And uh, welcome back. It's I'm TJ Graney. This is the Outdoor Zone. Beefsteak, Road Rash. Cody Ryan's on the road, headed to BASS. And this is our News of the Weird. So a Japanese town is protecting itself from wandering bears with a pair of unusual guardians. Motion detecting robot wolves. You liked this a lot, didn't you? Did you, you? see it? Yeah, it was. I loved it. It was kind of creepy. It looked it, like a it, Halloween costume. It was creepy because it's got these red laser eyes and uh, it's got like a bear skin or a big wolf kind of skin where on these pneumatic arms that kind of go up and, yeah. and move around. I was like, hmm. That looks like something you would see at a haunted house. Officials in the Tekoa on the island of Hokiado uh, said concern about an increase of bear incursions into residential neighborhoods this year led to the purchasing of two monster wolves, robotic guard canines created by machinery from Oda Seika, in partnership with local unit with a local university, the monster wolves, which are made of metal and covered in fake fur to make them appear real to other animals, are outfitted with motion detectors that cause them to activate. The wolves then flash red lights in their eyes, move their heads back and forth, and emit a series of howling and screeching noise. How'd you like to have that posted outside your house on the corner? Of uh, Grainy Lane. I would like that, actually. Uh, we want to let bears know human settlements aren't where you live and with and help with the coexistence of bear and people. Uh, city officials said the wolves have thus far been effective in preventing bears from entering the town. Wolves once lived in the, in the wild in Japan but went extinct in the country during the early 20th century. How long before the bears become they figured out? They're like they're gonna go yeah, in and, and head right towards there. those trash cans and do all that stuff anyway, or they'll just walk another way. They'll get used to it, right? They'll go around the other way. And I think they get a little bit used to it. Like they're hey. pretty they're pretty good sized black bear, the ones that were seen on the cameras that they had. I don't know why they just don't smack down a few of those black bear. Now that's let what them I'm come on about. in. They should just you should be sitting on top of that wolf, and once it activates, With you have laser. your bow, That's right. and you just whack, and it's going, <laughs> and then you have a big festival, and you eat the bear. Hey, that's... And it becomes I'm a, surprised uh, they a don't do that thing. already. That would be great. Haul the festival this, of the bear. And to haul it through Hyundai, haul it through the streets, you know, tied up on a big stick, and... Have that whole thing going on. We should do more of that in neighborhoods, HOAs. We should do more of that celebrating with festivals with a big animal. It's like we should have. We should have just uh, stuck that deer outside and drug yeah. it up here. Yeah, the one when we were driving in. We that. could have it laying on that table right there and be skinning it in between while the commercials are playing. So, Road Rash, here's the difference a little bit uh, between uh, TJ and myself. I drove in, and I saw that, um, and I was like, oh, man, there's two uh, there's two uh, deer running across, you know, the, the lot. Parking lot. Yeah, no over way. here, and I'm like, hey, that's an eight-point, man. That's pretty cool. Wow, they're driving fast. I'm, so t- I get here, and TJ said, hey, man, you see that buck chasing that doe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So he was, you know. Uh, because it's a seasonal thing. <laughs> so I'm just saying that, you know, he was like, yeah, that's why they were running, man. She looks scared. Will you register? Uh, will you register if you get the virus, the COVID? If they said, "Hey, we want everybody that gets it to register." Well, you know what? I think it's a little. Or if bit, you get the vaccine, you know, will what, you wear the wristband that says you got the vaccine? Man, I would rather just not. Why? Why does it matter? Because so. Uh, our AT, our Appalachian Trail yeah. hikers, last year was just a, a train wreck for everybody who's planned for years to do their their uh, hikes. And um, and I follow this. I'm a, a little bit of a hiker, and I'm interested in A little bit. How you these, are, man. It's in your blood. Well, Come how on. these people do these hikes, and, and, uh, and I have no plans on doing the AT or Pacific Coast Trail or any of that stuff. But I, I'm intrigued by it, and I appreciate people who do it. And there's a lot of people who, you know, plan their lives around these these experiences, six months of their mm-hmm. life, you know, and they, they do a lot to get ready for it. Adventures, and, yeah. And I don't, and I don't believe that, uh, that those people are a threat to human existence uh, on the AT and, and this whole corona thing. Um, I think you're more likely to have a problem at the Walmart than you are on the AT hiking by yourself on the AT. Well, don't, don't, don't people like socialize a lot in the evenings? Don't they get together? But you know, people are responsible and there's few people. I mean, there's a lot of people that are really responsible because they're doing this thing and they're trying to get it done and so they're taking care of themselves. They're making sure they get certain things done. They and so they're not going to, you know. You're right. You can't walk and, that and far. No more. Them. No more than you're going to find, you know. And I, I've been ten places in the last week where people were just crowded in. Get on a transit train at an air at a big airport. And they have signs everywhere, stand six feet apart. They're, that's happening like I'm like not even here right now. I mean, There's people are just crowded in people, there, yeah. and and it happens. Go to the grocery store. Hey, go people to Fredericksburg, are, man. People Nobody's... are everywhere. They're doing everything. And so, uh, and and it just got me thinking. So now they're starting to plan for 2021 and the, and the AT trail people that kind of you know, oversee it, the community and the and associations and stuff so like that. They're asking you to do it to identify. To identify, to register and do all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, there's a time and a place to register if you're going in the outdoors so people can know where you are. Right? Don't. There's a safety factor to it. But as far as um as far as uh, hiking a trail, huh? Or letting you I I am not going to it's nobody's business that's what i'm saying whether i'm you know i'm not wearing a wristband that and if i don't have that wristband on they don't let me in your store you know that that don't give anybody an idea this seems like something that could go like on a government level if we're not careful 
you either have the vaccine and you get stamped or, you know, get the wristband or, you know, you're going to be six, shamed. 666, man. They want to put that thing. We don't want to go there. Beacon. Wow. Beacon, little thing under your skin. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, so there's a lot of there's a lot of activities that people are, are having a hard time planning well, for next true. year outdoor yeah. activities. You know, will we be able to plan our summer even the Grand Canyon, or uh, something that's like what that, I was going right? to say. Yeah. Uh, people want to plan their summer vacations. Can they plan to go to the Grand Canyon or to Yellowstone or Yosemite or you know or or you know Lake Travis? Yeah, and even Lake pay, Travis, pay yeah. Spin Park. Can, can you plan, or or is it going to just be shut down? I hope it's not shut down. I hope that it's. I mean, in California, they're telling you can have like five people over for Christmas or Thanksgiving. That's it. It's like, are you nuts? Oh, they're are get, you really? Yeah, they're trying to escalate it to be like a, it's coming back. Oh, don't don't celebrate the holidays. Don't do anything at all. I think uh, we're man. We're, we're having we an open house family. at our house. You come by, we're gonna give you a turkey leg, <laughs> some mashed potatoes. <laughs> hey, Austin's. I'll tell you what you can do. You go sit on the patio at Shore Raw Barn Grill. Oh, yeah. That is a one of our favorite things to do, uh, and it is a date night favorite for Mrs. Grady and, uh, and I, is Shore Raw Barn Grill. Our friends at Shore Raw Barn Grill are serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They have a really cool selection of oysters like none other in Central Texas, flown in fresh day, uh, weekly, and they handpick the oysters they want. Uh they have a fabulous desserts, wonderful homemade breads. Rick Wahlberg, Jim Schneider invite you to join them at Shore, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wine Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill, shoreatx.com for details, shoreatx.com for details. They uh, they have live music on select nights, mostly on the weeknights, weekend nights, and uh, it's killer killer so go good, see our friends over at short raw yep. bar and grill all right we'll take a break come back on the flip side game warden field notes you don't want to miss it only one place live in the bunkhouse sunday morning 79 or 24 7 365 at the outdoorzone.com beefsteak here for central texas honda dealers taking those back roads past where the pavement ends yeah your honda can get you there where the stars are so bright, that's all you see? Yeah, it can get you there too. With room for everybody and the capability for everything? Yeah, that's exactly what you'll get in every pilot, passport, and ridge line that we sell. From the ability to handle an adventure with available all-wheel drive, whether the road is paved or unpaved, go where any road takes you in the rugged and always-ready Honda Pilot. It makes getting there a whole lot of fun and is really fun for everybody on your daily adventures. So rise to the challenge whenever the road takes you, you know, where you want to get going in a Honda. There's plenty of reasons to be envious, but you don't have to be when you buy a new Honda from the local Central Texas Honda dealers. Just go online today at Central Texas Honda Dealers. 
Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, number one outdoor show on radio. Hey, um, if you want to share this show with your friends, you can find us on all the podcast applications out there, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, all that stuff. They're all posted there. Love for you to share the show with your friends. Nile Maxwell GMC. Don't wait. Nile Maxwell's Black Friday events now at Nile Maxwell GMC. That's right. We're not going to make you wait until the end of the month to get the best deals because the lowest prices of the year are here now with even more in exclusive Maxwell Black Friday rebates. We're taking thousands off MSRP on hundreds of new GMCs with these aggressively low prices. You won't want to miss your chance to save. Get the best prices of the season right now. And Nile Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock, online at nilemaxwellgmc.com, nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details. We are professional grade. Let's do Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. A McCullough County Game Warden was contacted by a landowner who found a tree stand installed on his property. The tree was near a property boundary fence, and a ladder was placed against the fence on the neighbor's side of the property. After a brief investigation, the warden learned the identity of the individual responsible for setting up the stand. A few days later, the warden met with the subject to issue a citation for criminal trespass, and during the conversation, the violator explained he didn't think it was a big deal to put his stand on the neighbor's tree since it was was only a few feet on the other side of the fence, and it was the best tree around. Around? No, you don't (laughs) get to do that. And I've seen some, I, I get, I mean, there's rules against how close you can put your stand to a fence and a feeder to the fence and yeah 200 people yards just, yeah. people don't even pay attention to that all the time i mean it is there's some rule breakers out there and it's just you just don't do it you it's need it, to know the rules and you need to be uh you need to think a little bit about the people that are on the other side of the fence one of our guys had one right along the fence line uh his uh out at our deer lease and they put up a uh, archery stand right there where you drive they would just drive right by the fence right next to where he you know he was hunting and they're like well it's only an archery stand you don't have to worry about it. yeah but you're right there and you drive in and out and well, you don't and, come he, in early, and, and, and on the other don't. side if they knew he was that was where they drove in and out where he placed his archery stand might be 
something to consider as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, wildlife officers in Colorado came to the rescue of a buck with its antlers entangled in an unattended sports net in a park. Colorado Parks and Wildlife said officers responded to a park in Manitou Springs. Oh, Manitou Springs. You've been there. That's outside Colorado Springs. On Thursday, to rescue a deer that had gotten its antlers entangled in a sports net that had been the, and had pulled down the steel goalpost while struggling to get free. <laughs> I've seen I've at uh, schools when they leave up the soccer nets and stuff. Uh-huh. Seen a bunch of that. You see this when uh, deer get caught in uh, swing sets, stuff like oh, that. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of that kind of stuff out there that. And with the lights, the Christmas lights all hanging down and dragging around. <laughs> you need. I, I think it's. I think it's important to uh, consider that stuff if you have wildlife running around in your neighborhood, especially this time of year. Like those deer we saw this morning, mm-hmm. they're not paying attention. Either. Oh no, they're just they don't see cars headlong. coming at them. They don't see anything right now. No, they're just running. And and uh, and a lot of times, like I've seen them stuck on. Uh, they they got inside a tennis court near my house. No way. And get on the net. Well, they didn't get stuck in the net, but they were inside the the fencing of uh-huh. the tennis court, and they just ran back and forth, smashing into the fence until one of them broke its neck. Trying to figure out right, they, they how got to get in, out. But... Yeah. What What do we do? How do we? And I've seen it. Some of my neighbors have you know, a couple acre yards that are fenced in and the deer find their way in between a little gate somewhere or, you know, a gate's left open and they get up in the yard and man, they go. So, and well, you hear about it a lot now too, where they smash through windows or get into stores. Oh yeah. You know, you hear that a lot. That video of the one in the beauty salon where that buck came in and just crashed around everybody. Yeah, you see, you see them in grocery stores, all kinds of stuff. And then it went out the plate glass window yeah. <laughs> next to the door, yeah. you know. They go through, I wonder why they do, they jump through the plate glass windows a lot. Yeah, I don't know if it's a reflection or if they just don't see it as. I think it's an open spot, you know. It just, just looks open. As, yeah, run for the opening. You know how bulls are, you know how uh, bucks get, you know, you get that flash of red in the eyes and you just go. Put your head down and go. Well, hey, if you're out on, if you own a piece of land, and you're and you don't, if you've got all your netting down and all your sports goals down, uh, you want to ensure that your ranching endeavors are successful. Go to farmranchstore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation than to have safe and well built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on farm and ranch market today. Hey, if you are a landowner, whether you got 5 acres or 50 acres or 50,000 acres, these guys at farmranchstore.com have all the gear you're going to need to equip that piece of dirt with the right materials their suppliers are the top of the line suppliers um they have everything that you need at farmranchstore.com that's where the landowner goes to get work done all right we'll flip we'll take a break 
I got to drink some more coffee. It's just Man. I'm just not in the groove today. Got to get it going. All right, so take a break. We'll come back on the flip side. It's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse. And hey, we got something really interesting. Uh, beefsteak got a letter in the mail today, and our dear beefsteak. <laughs> and uh, we need to start that we're, officially. We're going to talk about on. it on the flip side. It's the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse, seven to nine on Sundays or twenty four seven. 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.